Twice a week, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay dissect the biggest topics in Black culture, politics, and sports on their show, Higher Learning. They discuss the most important and timely conversations while also frequently inviting guests on the podcast and occasionally debating each other. Check out Higher Learning on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Spring is such a refreshing time of year. Flowers are blooming and you're getting your house in order. But now is also a good time to take a second look at your wireless plan because you might be overpaying. Right now, Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash bigpick. That's mintmobile.com slash bigpick. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month for first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay, Sean, top three movie snacks of all time, go. Um, all right, let me think. Uh, popcorn? Obviously. Hmm. Ice cream? That's two. Oh, and uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, of course. Peanut butter and chocolate is a pretty perfect combination. Some may even say the ultimate movie snack. You can't argue with that. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm Sean Fennessy. I'm Amanda Dobbins. And this is The Big Picture, a conversation show about auctioning off the future. Today is the return of the movie auction on this podcast. We are auctioning off movies from what we think will be films that are released in the year 2022. CR is here to do so. What's up, Chris? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. You guys back. have such like a lovely like NPR intro, but the people don't know the behind-the-scenes <laughs> strife if in, impacting the big picture right now. Before yeah. we began recording, we had our typical early chat about how we're going to execute on one of our very stupid ideas. The auction was huge hit in 2021, and so we brought it back for a reason, but there have been some complications, and you'll hear later in this conversation some of our complications about the rulemaking. I'll just say as a very brief preview that Amanda is not happy with me <laughs> at all, and it no. seems that Amanda's unborn child is also not happy with me, and I'm very sorry about that, but this is yeah. just how I choose to play these games. Amanda, how are you? Baby's mad. I'm mad. <laughs> Happily, we were all recording as I absolutely lost my shit on you. But it was just like a very, you guys will hear, very classic Sean Fennessy walks into the room and very calmly, it, you know, mandates a set of rules that benefit him and no one else. And then just tries to, you know, mess with your mind in a rational tone. Being like, of course, this is how it is. Why would it be any other way? And and I, it should be other ways, <laughs> frankly. And I wanted to let you know that, and I did, and it was uh, captured loudly on tape. So yeah, later in the show, get ready for me getting cursed out by Amanda. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> before we get into the auction, I, I did want to talk very briefly. And, and Amanda, I apologize again for you on this podcast. But CR and I saw Scream, Scream 5, the fifth installment in the Scream series. And, and some people were asking for us to chat about that movie. Now, you mm -hmm. haven't had a chance to see it. It's probably for the best because this is quite a grisly film. And um, I know that that's not really in your interest set. But uh, it is for Chris and I. And the new Scream movie is Pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I I liked it. It's directed by Matt Batnelli Olpin and Tyler Gillette, who are two-thirds of Radio Silence, a horror trio directing and producing team that have been making movies in recent years. This is kind of like a big step up for them. This is kind of their big break entering the horror franchise game. 
This is the fifth Scream, but it's just called Scream, and that's for a pretty good reason, which is that this movie is a requel. It is not a reboot or a sequel, but a requel, which has become quite a common phenomenon in movies of late. CR, you you like this movie. What'd you like about it? I like all Scream movies. I don't know what it is. I just think that um, high school kids or college kids dealing with a possessed serial killer wearing a ghost face mask is just solid material. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great foundation from which to build your narrative house. And I enjoyed the new cast of characters. I thought that it engaged with the Scream lore in a, you know, a winky meta way, but didn't necessarily bog down the entire movie with it. I thought it had some really good performances from the newcomers so that the uh, old hands like Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox and David Arquette were like useful, but not distracting. And I was much more invested in like what was going on with the, this new generation. And it's stabby as fuck. Like they really, they really get after it in this movie. It's like a hard R. You get you get some real, some real grisly kills. Which I got to be candid, I'm into for the screen movies. I agree. That's what I want. If I'm I going, agree. if I'm going to go risk the cron in locking out a regal <laughs> at 4 p.m. Dick, don't give up our spot, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I want, allowed to go to this one, but that's, yeah, all right. Keep it know, on the deal, okay. please. In a movie theater in the greater Los Angeles area, you can punch that in, Bob. I, I, this is what I wanted from my experience. Uh, yeah, And same. I have some thoughts about Scream, the fifth Scream movie, Sean, but I don't know how spoilery you want to get with this because while it is very popular... It is not on streaming, so folks can't see it. So I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, we find I'm, ourselves in this really weird moment. What were you going to say, man? I was Sorry. just going to say, I read a plot summary, so you guys don't have to worry about spoiling me. Yeah, I don't really want to spoil people because obviously, like, the movie Scream identifies that actually what makes part of the Scream franchise so fun is that they're all whodunits, you know, that they're mm-hmm. all basically mystery movies. And so you're kind of waiting to find out who's under the ghost face mask. I don't think we should spoil it for the probably large majority of movie watchers who have not had a chance to see it, despite the fact that in pretty short order, it's already made $50 million at the box office, proving yet again that it's not just Marvel that is able to succeed even in the face of a global pandemic. It's horror movies. Halloween Kills was available on Peacock, and it still made a truckload of money. And now Scream is here, and it's doing very, very well in theaters. I liked it, too, for the same reasons you're talking about, Chris. Um, I will say... Amanda, I thought of us a little bit as I was watching this movie because as in all screen movies, but specifically the first film and this one, there are long digressions about the history of movies and the way that people talk about movies. And I feel like Scream, the original, was like the first movie podcast. And it, it kind of <laughs> seems like this one is like movie podcast 2.0 because there are a number of characters kind of going back and forth about what they like about movies. I need to correct you, Sean. The first movie podcast is Clerks with them talking about Star Wars. You're right. You're right. That's, that's a great point. That is the the OG movie pod. But uh, Scream picked up the slack. And, um, you know, Scream 5, I thought I, I just thought it was pretty fun. And I don't think it's the greatest horror movie I've ever seen. I think it's like kind of a bad melodrama. And I'm not sure if that matters or not. I was trying to figure out, Chris, one of the things that's in the movie. And there have been some essays about this recently, too. Amanda, I'm sure you're aware of this as a consumer of all movies, TV and books. Like the trauma story Mm -hmm. is going through some analysis right now as to whether or not that's the best way to tell stories. There is a trauma story at the heart of the new Scream film. And I couldn't figure out if they were trying to satirize that trope or just using it to tell the story. What did you think about that? Um, so I've also been thinking about this a lot. We're referring to an essay that was in the New Yorker that a lot of people passed around. Pyro Siegel, who's and the yeah, number and one literary I, critic right now. She rules. And it has kind of fucking ruined watching television for me <laughs> temporarily, where 
Like I'm watching this really excellent um, submarine thriller on uh, Peacock right now called Vigil. And I'm just like very distracted by the the trauma plot in it, which is it, it's kind of just added on. It's like there's already a nuclear submarine with a murder mystery happening. I don't also need this person to be claustrophobic for like a random reason. Um, but yeah, the screen movie the thing that I took away from it most is in addition to the trauma stuff is that on the long, if you stretch out these stories long enough, everything comes back around to like, well, you know who, what character we haven't redeemed yet or explained or slightly moved into this position of maybe heroism outside of villainy is like, this is happening in star Wars with Boba Fett. Now, like it's happening like with all these different stories where if you make them go long enough, we're going to get a Merovingian like <laughs> like movie eventually or something. So that was that was a, a notable thing. Um in in your reading of the plot summary Amanda, did mm-hmm. did you did you get a sense of whether or not they were lampooning this idea or celebrating it? Well, the plot summary was written in a way to indicate that the whole movie's meta. So you hoped that maybe they were in on the joke as well. And then as someone who loved that essay, again, I really recommend it and consumes basically everything you just mentioned except for horror movies i was kind of thinking like aren't horror movies sort of the original like trauma plot but yeah w- without like the character explication it's just kind of like taken for granted that this is someone's about to go through like extreme trauma and that's kind that's of what, what you're signing so up great. for yeah exactly is that laurie strode is fine until halloween you know right. what i mean like yeah, yeah yeah ellen ripley is fine until she goes on that ship like she's just like a late like a lady you know what i mean like right. I, that's that's my I, I that's the thing I kept thinking about. Yeah. So it would sort of seem that it's in on it, just in the sense that it's like thinking about what a horror movie is. But again, I don't want to get the cron, so I haven't seen the movie. It, if it is a satire, it's actually brilliant. And I, there is a a ghostly figure, not ghost face, but a ghostly figure who returns from the past of this story. And if that's a joke, it's an amazing joke. And if it's not a joke, if it's like a serious representation of trauma. I am a little bit more skeptical of the movie, honestly, because it, it's a little hard to take seriously. But I enjoyed it. Um, I think most people who are into the Scream movies would enjoy it. It might be too meta for a certain brand of fan. Um, I think there are some people who like Scream not as a commentary, but as just a kick-ass stabbing horror movie. If that's your bag, maybe not the best you've ever seen, but um, there's a lot to recommend it. Okay, we're going we're gonna to have an auction. But before we have an auction, let's talk about our 2021 auctions. now. I will admit when we came up with this idea, we didn't necessarily know everything that we were doing. We also are in the midst of a global pandemic still. And so release dates being what they are, are a little bit unpredictable. We had two different episodes auctioning films off over the years. Um, We each got five movies in each auction. I'm going to just briefly recap. Well, actually, why don't we individually recap what we got? So I'll just say in the two auctions, here's what I got. I got Top Gun Maverick, Dune, Matrix Resurrections, Black Widow and Crime Macho in the first auction. And then in the second auction, I got The Tragedy of Macbeth, Halloween Kills, Soggy Bottom is what it was then known as and is now Mm. understood to be Licorice Pizza, The Harder They Fall, and The Card Counter. Amanda, what did you get in your two auctions? All right. I got The Beatles Get Back. Nice one. Which I do think ultimately did count as a movie. I counted it on my year endless as a movie. No Time to Die, No Sudden Move, The Last Duel, and the French Dispatch, that was auction one. And then auction two, Blonde, the movie that did not come out. Don't Look Up, The Power of the Dog, King Richard, and West Side Story. 
Damn, Amanda, you picked all I would, bangers. I kind of bodied it. I gotta be honest. Except for like, you know, we can we don't need to talk about don't look up. I don't want to relive the discourse, but otherwise, like I had a sense. You had a great draft, which is why the future conversation that you'll shortly hear, <laughs> I, I find to be particularly uh, rude. But nevertheless, Chris, what did you get? Let's go through my picks. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Um, in auction one, I grabbed House of Gucci, The Velvet Underground, which is my favorite movie from 2021. The Guilty, which I never actually watched. Next Goal Wins, which did not come out. And Last Night in Soho, which I thought was just okay. In the second one, um, I this went, is one of the greatest draft performances ever. You're in the second one, uh, I went out and I, I Joe Biden just recently talked about how he needs to get out and see the people, and he needs to look people in the eye and explain his <laughs> his fucking like philosophy, his governing style. He could do a lot worse than to follow what I did in auction two because I got <laughs> oh the God. Eternals, Escape from Spiderhead, which never came out, and I'm not actually now convinced that it is shot at all. Uh, <laughs> Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Red, White, and Water, a Jennifer Lawrence movie, which also did not come out. Also, can you just note that you paid $490 for Red, White, and Water? Yeah, I I did some interesting uh, I, some interesting math. Like, as, as someone who's really putting, uh, I just liquidated my 401k and put it in an NFT of um... <laughs> Of Joel Embiid with the like cool guy sunglasses coming down on his face. <laughs> I haven't told my wife that yet, so Phoebe, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I've been told they're very secure. <laughs> but um, I, I I played around with a couple of different philosophies in terms of like how I was going to allocate my capital, and there was some debate about whether or not those were uh, misguided efforts on my part. But I'm excited to grow, and I'm excited to iterate in 2022. Could could you quickly talk about your philosophy from the first auction, which was you had four spots left and everybody Bob, else had finished, Bobby, and you I split it evenly? I went Bernie, bro. I did yeah. it for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Gave healthcare to everybody in that pod. <laughs> I was just like 150, 150, 150. Everybody. We're all just the same, man. It's just cinema. Um I, I think Amanda ha- had had the strongest showing across both auctions. I think what Chris accomplished in the second auction is one of the greatest things I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Um, you actually won in the vote that we posted for that run. Of course I, bet, I did. Of I course then, I did. I did hear two or three months later after you saw the film Eternals, you um annihilate the, that film on that podcast <laughs> and i generally don't think of you as the kind of person that annihilates movies but it's always great when he does it because he lets andy speak for like 20 minutes and then just comes in very quietly and he's just like yeah there was nothing about this that i liked <laughs> like, everyone involved with this should hide it and he was like forever. i was deeply moved when brian tyree henry had a catch out on the lawn i was like this movie needs to be fucking evacuated from the library of congress and flushed down the toilet <laughs> chris let me ask you this did you did you see the film Venom Let There Be Carnage? I did. I you did. did. What yeah. you think? What you think? Well, I wanted to get ready for No Way Home, you know, and I knew that there was going to be some connective <laughs> tissue, so to speak. Um, I thought that movie was batshit, but at least it was going for something. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I guess Eternals was going for something too, but it just missed me wide left, you know? Um, I guess I feel mm, fine about my draft. I got like three or four of my favorite movies of the year, and then I got a bunch of stuff that I don't think turned out very well. I'm a little bit ashamed of the Black Widow pick now that I look back upon it. Yeah. I, sh- I, I could have be. and should have known that that wasn't going to work out well. I was a little disappointed by the harder they fall, but then I still I got the card counter. I got licorice pizza. I got Dune. I got some good stuff. 
I'm not sure I'm completely right here, but I do think Chris brought Black Widow to market and then mm. you just like bought it for a dollar more because Chris had an amazing strategy in the first auction of just dropping out of every single auction. Yeah. And like, only yeah, nominating sure, David Harbour films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this sort of like that's sort of like when um Steve Cohen, the the billionaire investor and owner of my beloved Mets, bought a Picasso and then put his elbow through it. You know, that's me drafting <laughs> Black Widow. It's not really ideal. Um, so there, there's, there's some complications about what we should do with the films that did not come out. What I thought we should do is any film that was not actually released, but was auctioned off should be retained by the person who was rewarded it in the previous auction. Now, I would say that that concept was not necessarily warmly received by my colleagues, or at least one of my colleagues on the pod. So you can hear what we discussed at the beginning of this conversation. 10 minutes before the beginning of this podcast. I have one wrinkle to that. Okay. Which is that I feel that the films that were auctioned off that rolled that like didn't come out, you retain. They don't go back into the pool. Or I would just say that they have what? been they have been drafted. Yes. Absolutely not. No. What? Are you Why? fucking kidding me? What do you, you no, want to be on You're getting penalized for not being able to read that. Are you fucking kidding me? What do you mean? Absolutely not. Everything goes back into the draft. If your what? film didn't come out in 2021, that was on you for not correctly reading the landscape. You got screwed. No. Why now? Wow. I, 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 li- I literally don't understand. Like, have you done an auction before? These <laughs> items are gone. They're off the board. <laughs> have you done an auction before? This is all made up. But you can be penalized in the vote for not getting a movie that came out that year because no one saw it, so we can't evaluate it. But you then retain it and it rolls over and it's not eligible to be drafted in the future. Does that not That's make sense? so boring. No, is it just because you every- want Top Gun Maverick? Yes, but also yeah. everything should go back into the pool. What are you talking about? I don't, I, it seems it's logical to year. me. I, I, I was not informed of this. I think, but you're insane. rewarded for your risk. That's the point. Like you could, you could try to draft Killers of the Flower Moon this in this in this draft, but we don't know if it's coming. It might not come out till 2023. But that's there's a risk reward here. There's no reward by the time it's 2023, and we're like looking at the you know, lists of things. No one cares. We have to live in the moment a bit more. I just, this is really, I'm outraged. I can't believe you think that this is how this should work. I mean, I, it, it, it just, it just seems like okay, the best possible fine. way to get content. And I was right. Like, again, okay. it's clearly, this says, I'm so glad we pressed record. Okay. <laughs> Sean, was your vision that it would roll over and you would keep Sean it and it would occupy one of your spots? For that same price. Okay, how about that? That's how about a that compromise. Is, how about that as a do. twist that you could say? Oh, you can elect to cap. Do you have to give up the cap room? Yes, for that I movie? choose to. I choose to retain, but you give up the dollars amount. Now that okay. that actually is a really good idea. Okay. Because then I could say, and how much did I pay for that movie? Paid a lot. Two fifty five is what you paid for Maverick. Two, that was a freaking steep. See, that I mean, be- so so how it would work in like an auction fantasy league is you'd have to pay a premium to keep it. You know, you'd have to right. pay an extra like ten percent or twenty percent or whatever it actually is in, in fantasy leagues. We could we could do it that way, so that would take up part of your budget. It, we should have waited three more weeks to do this pod so that Sean could have induced labor. By <laughs> <laughs> it's on the goddamn table. Like I, like. <laughs> Zach packed a bag. I won't read those blogs. Zach's okay. ready to go. All right. So uh, I will 
I will, for the sake of my cat no, room, I, don't, I will what? put don't, it back in the pool. No, don't no. do me any fucking favors. I don't want it at this point. You ruined it. It's fine. What? You have it. You're being unimaginative. You're being like Reddit nerd person, but that's fine. It's okay. You have I'm to actually have being too. more imaginative by creating new rules that help better understand the game. But like, if you want to keep it, keep it, Sean. I don't. But do you want think it should your... count against my cap? Yes, I think it should yeah, definitely I count d- against I mean, your cap. Yes, I do. And I think it should. I think you should have to pay a premium to keep it too. What would be the What would be the penalty for retaining it? Is it like ten percent of the auction price, something like that? I'll be completely honest. When I look at the list of movies that I have in like my power rankings here. I'm more mm-hmm. excited about this batch than anything I drafted last year. Okay. But that's also because I'm a guy who likes to turn the page. You know what I mean? I'm, looking, <laughs> I'm always looking forward. <laughs> Do you think we're going to have to cut this into a later part of the pod? I think so. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, I'm trying to f- find a way to get you what you need, Amanda. It's too late. It's done. That's, that is the most Sean the negotiator thing you've ever said. <laughs> It's over. To the find a way to get you what you need. This is like when I was trying to buy my car and the guy was just sitting there in front of the computer. He's like, if you put this much down, here's what you're going to pay per month. He's like showing me, we're actually going to lose money on this car. I'm like, you're not going to lose money on this car. Maybe I missed my calling. I should have been a used car salesman. I got to talk to my manager. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't think I can go back with this number. He has to authorize this. <laughs> I need to offer this deal to you. Look, I mean, like, basically, like, this is docking my pay if I do this, you know? <laughs> but for you, because you came here on this day. So we're looking for, like, an acceptable amount. Like a premium to pay to keep it. Yeah. Okay, what about 100 bucks, which is 10% of your Yeah, I mean, that, that, like, that will influence whether I put it back in the pool, too. Like, yeah. if, I, if I don't want to be dinged basically one-third of my budget before we've even started to have mm-hmm. one movie... That I actually I don't care about as much as you do. I don't. I'm not. I don't feel as strongly just because I, I want to spend my my time talking about the future of cinema. You know, because I'm I'm not looking. Okay. Oh, I just don't. There's nothing me. I have on my list that I was like, man, I'll I'll draft that again, or I you, want that. You're to stay. not rolling over Spiderhead. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. I still don't know that they shot that movie. Actually, <laughs> if you roll over Spiderhead, I'll give you twenty five bucks of my own. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Should we start officially? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Okay. God, the baby's really upset now. He's moving around a lot. No, <laughs> no, like, he's like yeah. Sean has made a great point. No, and the he rules can, like, of order make a lot of sense. You hear the yelling and the agitation, and he's just like kicking like crazy. All right, simmer down, little guy, please. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, let's try to let's let's bring some dulcet tones. CR, bring your your positive. Simmer energy. down, Michael Jack Schmidt, Brian Dawkins, Baron Dobbins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And now back to the podcast. Okay, so here's where we landed, which I think is reasonable, which is ultimately if you want to retain a film that you were rewarded in the auction you may do so heading into the new year. However, there is a penalty for holding on to that film. So in addition to, for example, the $255 that I spent on Top Gun Maverick, which would then be taken from my pool of $1,000 to start this year, I would also have to pay a $100 tax. Mm. And any film that we wanted to roll over, if CR wanted to retain Escape from Spiderhead and then write the script and go out and shoot that film, which does not exist... (laughs) 
he would also have to pay $100 in addition to the $80 God, that he paid for it. Of, you. On top of the Joel Embiid NFT that I would have to liquidate <laughs> to fund the production of that movie. So I think that that's a, that's a reasonable takeaway. Now, in order to do that, you, we would have to make those decisions right here and right now. Amanda, are you, are you officially okay with that decision? Yes. So can I ask a question? So that means that if we carry these movies over, they are not up for any bidding, right? It's not like the bidding starts at whatever. Okay. Then they are just on your slate and they take up one of your five spots in your auction. Now, just for the sake of good governance, I I will put Maverick back in the fold. Because I I, I don't I don't but I don't want it. So I'm willing to I don't want it to take up one of my five spots. See, this is the thing now is that it just doesn't it's not fun because you are like, you know, but will Amanda me. get Top Gun Maverick is a is a theme we can now thread through the next hour. Well, of this I auction. know that's why I said just put it in the auction in the first place. But you had to make me get really angry and, uh, you know, upset the next generation. And now <laughs> I feel generation. like I just am like the little Maverick <laughs> being handed something. You're not you know, being handed something. It's like a, you know, a pity auction i could get into that you know what i I mean like i I think the thing is also i think is really fascinating to consider like has like world events over the last eight months like changed your opinion of top gun maverick like all this unrest in ukraine like are you maybe like (laughs) no disrespect to to our listeners in kiev i'm actually asking like maybe you don't want to support a movie about the military industrial complex i don't think that's a problem for you amanda right that's not (laughs) a concern i know yeah, I but I do think that want... putting you to the decision of saying like, do I want this or not on my slate? Also, you know, we are almost certainly going to do another one of these in July. The movie mm-hmm. may not be out by then. You could get it in round two, and then you could have. Wait, it are for... they seriously not going to put it out in the spring? I mean, who knows? I thought it was April. Well, but part it's of the May. issue here is that we don't really know how to navigate this landscape. When I drafted it, I I thought for sure it was going to come out, and then it did not. I don't think I wasn't necessarily sure that Red, White, and Water was going to come out, or that Escape from Spiderhead was real, but. You know, <laughs> um, okay. Well, so that film is back in the in the in the fray. Do you okay. d- the other films that were drafted? Next goal wins Red, White, and Water, and Escape from Spiderhead. Chris, those are your three that did not get released. Do you want to I, retain them? I let my children go. Okay. Wow. I mean, what yeah. about Blonde? I'm gonna let it go as well. Okay. In part because, as you noted, it still doesn't have a release date, and it's sort of living in the. Uh, is it dark water or deep water? Deep water. Deep the water. Adrian Lyon. The, the Adrian Lyon, Ben Affleck. Or Anna Darmus, you know? I know, but, I, you know, I'm just hoping for, like, an unrated version at home. Give the people what they want for both of these. Mm. Um, I'm, Wouldn't it be great if we just woke up one Friday and they just dropped yeah. deep water without yes. any, when we just, we'd go and watch it and then autopod? Yes. We would just j- dive into a 75-minute conversation about it. Um, Okay. So let me just recount the rules for those of you who are listening to a movie auction for the first time, because the first 40 minutes of this conversation must have seemed utterly insane. Um, Each of us gets $1,000 of imaginary money to bid on any film of our choosing, really. We each get an opportunity to put certain films up. Each film on the slate must have the expectation of a 2022 release date. And if it's not officially on the calendar, the... You know, the thought is that we think this movie is coming out this year. We each get to choose from five movies. We bidders open with a new title in snake fashion, and we're going to make it 30 seconds to make a new bid before the movie goes to the current bid holder, just to try to compress some of this. Does that seem okay to you guys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have one question. Yes. Movies, if if you've seen the movie, you can't bid on it. Yeah, I think we should av- avoid bidding okay. on anything we've seen. Does that seem, I, mean, I tried to do that last time. 
Have yeah. You, are you so you can't bid on Avatar two, Amanda? <laughs> yeah, as you know, I've you know been in the water tank, just <laughs> monitoring the situation, but I'm gonna abstain out of respect for you guys. Um. Okay. I mean, I, I think I think that's everything, and so we should choose an auction order. So, Bobby, do you want to do your magic? Yeah, I've already uh, I've already spun the wheel while you guys were kind of arguing and and laying out the rules. The order is Chris is going to nominate first, Amanda will nominate second, and Sean you will nominate third. Wow. Okay. Wow. Intense. So, Chris, do you know what you're doing here? Do you? This yeah. is like, good. This is like when I just you started say, the first one with House of Gucci. Yeah. You know, the last couple of months, I feel like one of the undercurrents of the big picture mm-hmm. has been we're fucked. Movies, like wh- wh- what's going to happen? And I want to say that I looked at the list of movies that are supposed to come out in 2022. And I feel really optimistic. Hmm. I feel like movies are back. I love a bunch of the like. I can't wait to see. So many of these movies, I went through a list of like a hundred movies that are anticipa- most anticipated movies of this year. I was like, I want to see like sixty movies, and I I really hope that we we just build back better here. You know, bring bring <laughs> all these movies to theaters. Let's get in there. Let's get let's get boosted. Give me the cinema booster is what I'm saying. And so let's start <laughs> off with <laughs> that's a beautiful speech. <laughs> that was you also just mixed some metaphors there. I feel like who's the Joe Manchin in this in this draft if we're going to build back better. That's what I'm concerned about. Um let's start off with one that's probably near and dear to all three of our hearts. And uh let's start out with Jordan Peele's new feature Nope, which we mm. don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the movie that all three of us are most aligned and intrigued by? Well, the reason why I threw it out there is because there are a couple that, you know, might be Netflix movies or might be, you know, like, you know, they're they're franchise movies or whatever. The, you know, um, even even if you were not the hugest fan of us, I think the thing that Jordan does really well is create um, uh, like an experience that you would really want to see on the Friday night the movie comes out. Like you wouldn't want to you would want to see it in a room full of people in the dark, not knowing anything about it. I I almost hope there's no trailer for this movie. I hope this movie is just mm. like it's nope. Elizabeth Moss is in it. Come see it if you want. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just think that this kind of is the thing that recalls for me seeing in, in uh seeing us in Texas with you, Sean, I think. Um, and and just the excitement around that. And so yeah, let's let's open nope and let's let's start at uh $160. Strong opening bid, strong pick for a film. I'll go two hundred dollars. I'll go two ten. Okay. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go 250, which is an interesting number to get to because that's the the Top Gun number. Mm. And I think that now that we've had some time to really process and digest these movies and this auction style, you start to have like, okay, so this went for this, so maybe I can get it at around that. You know what I mean? We have a little bit of a little tape to study. So I'm gonna go 250. I'll say 275. I really, really want to see this movie. And I like to have ownership of it long term. Okay, right, because that's how this works now. <laughs> That's so great. They're going to be sending all of the the, the box office back end to you. Um, we should I'll, create a sound effect that indicates when you're rolling your eyes at me on this show. And every <laughs> time you roll your eyes it. at me, it goes ding. I also love that like, Chris is really in like peacemaker mode right now. You know, he's <laughs> just like, I can fighting. feel his energy. Yeah. He's we just got like, 10 it's seconds be okay. on the clock. I'll do 300. Okay. $300. One of the fun things about th- these episodes is just that they're vamp city. You know, I'll, you do, just, I'll do 325. You're trying to in, in, interrupt my speech about no, anything? No, I, I agree. I agree that it's Vamp City, but I, I I'm trying. I'm trying to be strategic this time. Okay, I'll say three hundred and thirty-three dollars. Hmm. Okay, that's wow. one third of my budget. 
Let's do 350. Mm, now it's getting exciting. I like it. 350, the highest paid price for a film through all of these auctions, I believe, was 515, which for, I paid for, for licorice. licorice? Pizza. How much and was Matrix? Matrix was 355, and you, of course, got red, white, and water for $490. <laughs> right. Well, that was just the surplus, you know? <laughs> That's right. You've That's right. got uh, 10 seconds, and Chris holds 350. 375. Wow. This is a big one. I think this is number two on my list of most yeah. anticipated movies. I'll go 380. I'll go 380. What if this movie sucks? There's that. This it's is a tough the thing. One. You know? It'll still be fun, though. It'll still be an event experience. That's true. We're, we're, CR, where are you at on us? Well, you know, it's another one of those movies that I think in the theater... And maybe the second time I saw it, I was just like, ah, you know, like I just think it missed on a couple of elements of it, but it has grown in my estimation since then, mm. which I think is, you know, the testament of a movie that I, I mean, what, do, what about you? Have you have you kind of revised any of your takes on it? Have you thought about it much since then? I, no, I, I think Amanda and I were both pretty pro when it came out and we tried to like we took a pretty sincere look at what we thought it was going for, even if all the pieces didn't totally fit together. But it's the kind of movie also now like 10 seconds. Um, I guess I'll say 385 now that I'm starting to romanticize my viewing experience of us here on the podcast. I mean, it's fun to have big movies that a lot of people see that you can talk about and in mm -hmm. like a, and not in like a canon. Well, this is what is supposed to happen this, in episode four of Dr. something. Strange. Who is, right. who's, are those my voices? <laughs> Whose voices are those? Who are you? Who so are what you? you what was team? your bitch on? 385. You know, you sometimes can access that voice. And then I do roll my eyes. You could sometimes yeah. access that uh, voice. 400. Yes, Chris. 400. Mm -hmm. You're getting up to red, white, and water territory here. <laughs> this is tough. Amanda got some good deals. There's the a lot of value on the back end of this year. There's a ton of movies here. Just a ton. I got four pages of movies with notes. You really trying to get nope, huh? Just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I can go big for nope. And if I don't get it, I'm okay. If I get it, I got a lot of, a lot, a lot of um, role players coming. Yeah, 410. I mean, I'm still interested. I'm going to back out because I think you're trying to bid me up. Okay. That's, I mean, I'm happy to get one of my most anticipated movies. No downside <laughs> for me. That's a good one. So 410. So I'm now left with $590. Mm -hmm. And Amanda, you are up to bid. Yep. Top Gun Maverick, hundred dollars. <laughs> well, this is Come this on. is this is actually fun now. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. yeah. Seriously, because like we know what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows what's gonna happen. Like, you. so you know, one could almost say that some of what you've done today was performance to intimidate us into <laughs> not say? getting it. Who, Who can, can say? say? Well, well I'm gonna make you pay for it a little bit. So That's I'm gonna fine. say two hundred. Okay. I'm going to say $354 so that I can get at least a deal on this film if I, if I get it. Okay. Wait, wouldn't you then be at like 200 left if you did that? Yeah. Sure. But I get Top Gun Maverick, which is one of the best movies. Sure. We don't know that. We, we have absolutely no idea. We don't know anything because well, Paramount will not answer anyone's emails. They here's will just, what, here's, they won't. Here's what I get. If I, if I get it and Amanda chooses not to bid up on this, then I yeah. win the spite war of this podcast. Okay. You got right. nine seconds before Sean wins. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Amanda. I did not want to win the spite war. Yeah. I just wanted to get a deal. I, I, I'm, I'm not bidding up any more okay. on this. Chris, come, 
Play the game, Chris. Come on. I'm playing. I, I, there's a lot of movies I want. I'm, like, yeah. I'm not trying to be nasty about this, but I do feel like I've mo- emotionally and mm-hmm. mentally, like, this has been a long walk to get TG colon M okay. to the theaters, man. And, like, there's a lot of cool movies coming out in 2022. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's okay. I won't be mad at you. I don't. For, I only get mad in this way. Well, I'll be mad at Sean no matter what. That's <laughs> again. That's the why I get up in the morning. But if you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna get frisky, it's fine. I want to keep my powder dry for some other titles. Okay. That I, have. All right. I think three seventy five is a great deal. Three seventy five is Bobby. How much time do we have left? Because I don't trust Sean. Uh, no, you're sad. <laughs> the time is okay. Sean All right. Is out. I was like, imagine if I dive bombed I mean, in. What if like you Maverick? Just, you could have kept bidding me up. Yep. You both know that. Who is? Are you? Are you Maverick or Iceman? I feel like you're Iceman. I'm really okay with that. Sierra she, Goose. She is definitely Iceman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you more or less excited for this film than you were two full years ago? I'm more excited at this point. I just, Bobby, I want to go have fun at the movies, and I want the music playing really loud. I want to see my friend Tom Cruise. I want to see Miles Teller. I want to see Glenn Powell. I love Ed Harris in, you mm. know, sort of flying vehicle related movie. See also Apollo 13. I just, yes, I would I would like to see this movie. I think I have made my position clear. This movie now needs to be a combination of Terminator 2 Judgment Day and Fellini's Eight and a Half <laughs> for it to satisfy your expectations. And uh, I'm a the little plot for this know, movie is going listen, to be nonsense. At this, at this point in my life, oh my God. <laughs> at this point in my life, me being able to sit in a movie theater and watch like a big budget movie with movie stars and it's really loud just sounds like Christmas times 10. It could it could be dog shit and I won't care. Congratulations on your acquisition. Thank I'm going to keep the cruise train rolling. Mission okay. Impossible 7. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to open the bidding at $145. $175. $200. 225. Remember when we when we just like went and saw Fallout like three times in the movie oh theaters? God. It was so fun. We were just reminiscing about this because that was a birthday movie for us. Um, I'll say 226. Okay. 250. 275. There's a bunch of movies that are going to come out that you guys don't care about that I'm super into. Yeah. And I can hold. Yeah. That's I cool. could probably even get for $1. Like like what? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say here. Multiverse of Madness? No, it's not really on the board for me right now. I am really interested in MI7. The Mission Impossible franchise has not let me down. Not since MI2 have I been let down by this franchise. I'll say 300. I'd feel great to have this movie under my, mm-hmm. under my belt, even though it means diminishing. 310. There we go. Good. CR, get on the board, buddy. Come on. Get I know. one out there. I know. You know, we each get a blockbuster. 310. Gosh, I want to keep going. I want to keep going, but I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to let you guys box me in on a movie you don't want. But then I want to stick you with a movie that I want and you don't want. That's also fun. Come on, Amanda. Vamp with me. Play the game. I know. I'm just trying to honestly think of what to do. What, so you know what's Bobby- tough about this one is I don't know what it's about. And now that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. matter that much. But like, do we have a villain yet? Like, do we, we got know? about five seconds left? Curbs is back. Amanda says 325. Curbs is back. What I read is that this is Ethan Hunt's fight against cancel culture. Okay. <laughs> Ethan Hunt is podcasting from an undisclosed location. Yeah. And it's just him and Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan Hunt goes on Rogan. You have no idea what we do. <laughs> Six minutes after that pod comes out, Chris would send me the YouTube link. Like it wouldn't even 
He wouldn't have even listened to it yet. I sent, I sent, I sent Bobby the link to the Joe Rogan talks to HR McMaster pod. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it really happened. I didn't watch it or listen to it. I was just like, holy shit. It exists sort of as like a reason for Chris and I to slack each other one message at well, a time. Well, the reason I, and we didn't really talk about this, H.R. McMaster is wearing a truly insane shirt in this, <laughs> in this podcast. It's like... <laughs> Chris has 325. You have about five seconds. One final, one final call. 330? I mean, wants the, she wants the cruise you, you category. You know what? I want, to see you, I want to see you carry Tom Cruise through 2022. Okay. You can have it. Great. Awesome. That's, that's good. That's good. I think Amanda has probably secured victory here, but <laughs> with with the two cruise films that may not come out, frankly, because Paramount right. can't That's choose true. to but be risky. But apparently now I own them. Uh, but you've got them, at least yeah. until next year, when sure. they may or may not go back in the pool. Okay, so I have another one, right? Because we're going in snake yeah. fashion. Yeah. Well, let's put it back to Amanda then, because this is a movie I'm really excited about. I don't oh, know if shit. I'm more excited about it than Amanda. Do, um, <laughs> do you do you know? I'm not sure if you know, but maybe you do know. But I'm going to say Knives Out two hundred hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, yeah. It's set okay. in Greece. <laughs> it's set in Greece. <laughs> Come on, Knives Out two. Knives Out was great. I loved it. Knives Out was also that was the meeting of us, Amanda. That yeah. was that's where we that's where we hit the center. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely on my most anticipated list. So what did you open the bidding at? $160. I'll go 200 for this. Nice. Okay. Can, we, can I just read off the cast while you guys are thinking about your bids? Please do. Sure. Knives Out 2 is set in Greece, and it stars <laughs> Daniel Craig, David Bautista, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Kate Hudson, and Ethan Hawke. Yeah. It's pretty sick. My it's guy, Ethan. Ethan Hawke like, and Moon Knight trailer, Chris. Can we do a separate <laughs> pod about that? That's a two-hour pod between me and you. Ten Did seconds. You guys, it's two hundred for you. Mm-hmm. I'll say two ten. Did you guys read that story? It was a New York Magazine story and the New York Times story about like the literary world, like con man who was just like stealing manuscripts oh, spines, for some unknown reason. Spine yeah, collector. But, yeah, right. But so then, at some point, I believe they have someone they have identified a suspect who looks identical to Ethan Hawke. Like oh, when wow. it showed up on Twitter, I was like, oh my God, Ethan Hawke is the spine collector. Why has Ethan Hawke been sell- stealing manuscripts? But it's not him. It's He'd be the great like star him. of a movie called The Spine Collector. Probably a sequel to The Bone Collector. Yeah. Five seconds. I'll go 250 for this. Okay. I feel like they, they will learn some lessons from the original Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's Greece on your kind of vacation wish list Chris. me personally yeah. yeah you know i'd love to do it it's it's uh they've got some they get some fires over there in the summers yeah. now so it's tough you know it's tough to plan a trip to to greece i have a couple of um probably destinations a little bit higher on the power rankings but i'm very interested okay you're at 250 right now cr yeah and right. time is running out five seconds any skepticism i have about this movie is just brushed away by this cast what about it being on Netflix and not in movie theaters? Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to chew on that one for a couple of these movies because there's a couple of really good Netflix movies on my list. Okay, I'm gonna let you have it at 250. Amanda, you good with that? Yes, I, I don't really have that much money left to spend. So I've got two on the board. Okay, congratulations to you. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay, Sean, top three movie snacks of all time, go. Um, all right, let me think. Uh, popcorn? Obviously. Hmm. Ice cream? That's two. Oh, and uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, of course. 
Peanut butter and chocolate is a pretty perfect combination. Some may even say the ultimate movie snack. You can't argue with that. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Spring is such a refreshing time of year. Flowers are blooming and you're getting your house in order. But now is also a good time to take a second look at your wireless plan because you might be overpaying. Right now, Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash bigpick. That's mintmobile.com slash bigpick. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month for first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, Amanda, you are up to bid. Okay. This seems like a no-lose situation for me. So I have $2.95 left. Okay, I'll do Killers of the Flower Moon for $100. Wow. $200. Okay. This film is directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> have you heard of him? He stars Leonardo DiCaprio. And, and Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons, who apparently and is Robert the Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro, amongst other and Jason Isbell is in it. Is that true? Yeah. I love Isbell. There's a, I, I read that this movie is going to cost north of $300 million. Okay. Which is a period drama. Yeah. That's bold. Apple I, TV Plus. I, yeah. I like it when people spend money on projects, you know? 10 seconds. Okay. It's, it's better than when they don't. What, what are we at? 200? Mm-hmm. I'll say 210. 225. I'm really interested in the cinema of Martin Scorsese. 250. <laughs> 275. Was this that, an, an I attempt to get... I think this is going to be the best picture winner of 2020. Wow. Okay. Calling our shots. Yeah. Wow. Not Top Gun Maverick? I think that this is the time. That I think this is going to be the... Marty, you did it again. Thank you for everything you've done for cinema. Wow. That would be fascinating. But then they would have to reward Apple. Apple made the best movie of last year. 260. 275. 280. 300. 310. 325. Yes, Chris. 325? Is that where we're sitting? Mm-hmm. I want it. Do I want to take a... Chris, how many Martin Scorsese movies have we done together on the rewatchables? Half dozen. Five. Half dozen. Four or five, yeah. Color of Money, Casino, Goodfellas, Departed. The unreleased Age of the Innocence pod. <laughs> yep. I was going to say, you guys would like to invite me for the Age of Innocence pod. Don't be we rude about We did a nine-hour Edith Wharton pod. That you just, know what? That included... I would love to hear your thoughts on Edith Wharton. You guys Chris. haven't done Wolf of Wall Street yet? Oh, no, we did Wolf. Oh, yeah, you did Wolf of That's right. I'm proud of you guys. Gotta fight for Marty. Tried to draft yeah. it last year. David Grant's book is absolutely incredible. I can't wait. This is kind of like is 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 Scorsese making like a like a backdoor western here? Like what's the vibe? They the start of the FBI. You've always been a big FBI guy. You've really believed in their mission really from day I, one. I mean, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a Hoover originalist. Chris, though. have you seen being the Ricardos? <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't I, see it. I actually do need you to watch it so we can circle back on some of the topics at hand. 5 seconds. 335 340 you're not letting it bleed, you know. You're not let. You're just. You're just following up, which indicates that you want it, but maybe you're just stretching me out because you no, know. No, I mean, there's a Sean. Like, I gotta say, man, this is. I think we're gonna have. It's just gonna be a hell of a year for movies. 
this is a, this is an amazing it, persona there's, that there's you channeled. I don't know movies, what you had for breakfast. There today, are fifteen but I movies love it. that are coming out this year. Uh-huh. I have very little sleep, and and I just but I also like I was like oh I wonder what this is going to be like. I looked at the list of movies and I was like holy shit. Ten seconds. All of our guys are back. You know it is it is like really Sean's most anticipated list was the Letterbox Eleven for sure. Let's go, baby. Three fifty. Awesome. I'll go. I'll go to three seventy-five. Yes, I Chris. It. I love it. I love it. This is what the game is. This is this is tough for us, Chris. The best picture Oscar will go to <laughs> Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they'll just merge the Apple product announcement and the and the Academy Awards? <laughs> yeah, Martin Scorsese's Apple Watch will buzz, and that's when he'll know he won best <laughs> best picture. Ten, ten seconds. Chris has three seventy five. Um, three eighty. Wow. I'll go four. Yes. CR really wants it. What do you think? You thinking about the message board devoted to you when you when you're making this bid? You thinking no. about how they'll celebrate you? No. This no? is this is for me. You paid four ten for nope. <laughs> yeah. So that's you the get out. You see, that's out. the market. You're currently at 400. Yeah, do you see Fire. this fucking Fire. departed? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a stately drama. What do you think? You think it's going to be really I, violent? I, the only thing I'm wondering is if it it's it's like a little bit more Shutter Island than we're all. Oh, I love that. We're all ready though. for it. But I love Shutter Island. Do you know? But that's down. like considered like genre Marty. You know what right, I mean? Right, that's right. like right. I love genre Marty. Shit. You just you're. I think Martin the Scorsese here? has been wanting to make like a 405. Like a, Crime drama set in this era for his whole career, and, and what an incredible uh, marriage of, of of source material and filmmaker, and that's why I'll be bidding uh, four thirty for it. Did you suck out wow. Leonard Malton's soul wow. before you came on this pod? What's up with this energy? You said you wanted me to vamp. No, I do, I do, I do. But it, your your phraseology is 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 intriguing here. You're like, I think this this will be a wonderful year at the I know, cinema. I know, I know. Which is that's kind of that's what I'm made fun of for. That's you know the thing year. is is that it's hard with TV, which is what I mostly talk about, and it's like, oh, you know, I've been looking forward to Ozark for like 18 months, and the whole thing is going to be up on Friday afternoon, and yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's nice to anticipate things. It's nice to yeah imagine a collective experience with them. So you're saying TV sucks? No, but I'm saying I'm saying movies are back. Ten seconds. Dobbins, movies or TV? Movies. <laughs> I haven't seen like any of the show. I like I had to skip two episodes of The Watch. That's I haven't seen the tragic. shows. Did you start Vigil? Four thirty-five. What's Vigil? The submarine mo- show. No, you didn't tell me about this. You gotta send me a text, man. Because okay, like you know, once it's I see it's a show I haven't seen, and you're I instructed about the your finale. husband to let you know I, that I should have gone directly to you. I'm sorry yeah, about he doesn't, that. He's he's you know he's reading mommy blogs. I don't know what to say. What's the what's the bid at? Four thirty-five for Sean. Four. 50. Yes. This is not hard, man. This is a Martin Scorsese movie. We get maybe one or two more of these. <laughs> let's let's like let's treasure it. Very strong case. I tell you what, you're every time you say one thing, you convince me I should keep going higher, which means you are a brilliant auctioner. I do think at some point, Sean, that you should start doing math. Ten seconds. You're okay. <laughs> I got Go two for- movies in my back pocket nobody else is bidding on that I care about. How do you know? Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Five. we will see. What is it at? Four fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can have it at four fifty. Marty, Kundin! <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> what if this is Kundun two? 
in terms of then tone, good. temperament, and good. pace. It's yeah. a Martin Scorsese movie. What are we talking about? Yeah. Come hey, on. That sounds like some regret. No, it's no regret. I can't, I'm so psyched with the movies I got so far. Where are you I going think, next? Spiderhead? Is it my turn to nominate something? Yeah. I think so, right? Sean, you sort of chicken out at the end there. I just want to say. Well, I went I high on Nope. You could have pushed him to 500, I think. Guys, I have a very exciting movie to put up for, okay. for auction. Great. Great. Let's talk about the new film by Noah Baumbach. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. So okay. Noah right. Baumbach is adapting one of the greatest novels I've ever read called White Noise by Don DeLillo. It stars Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig and uh, co-stars, among other people, uh, Don Cheadle and Alessandro Nivola. And, you know, it's about a professor in a small college town. Uh, and, you know, I, I, think, I think that DeLillo is a complicated text to adapt. I don't think it's ever actually been done. Um, except for the Robert Pattinson, the novella, Metropolis or Cosmopolis. Cosmopolis, yeah. Cosmopolis. He wrote a script once called Game Six, starring Michael Keaton. Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't. Really good. Really okay. interesting movie. Um, so let's open this bidding, which would like this will likely be a, an awards favorite. Let's open this at 150 just to see where we're at. So I'm pumped about this movie. I wonder if like anybody else cares. Is this like if you have a New York Review of Books subscription, you're fired up about this? And if you don't, like I, I don't know, Amanda, you think this is going to go into the culture in the way that, say, Marriage Story went into the culture? I think so, because there is like a, a Bombach, an Adam Driver, a Greta Gerwig interest, as well as the DeLillo interest. So it's not just New York Review of Books people. Like this is, it's a little broader. You guys are all DeLillo heads. Zach, obviously, like a massive DeLillo head. Once again, I'm surrounded. But there are other other entry points. Um, I don't know whether it'll be an Oscar contender just because it might be so crazy weird, but it will definitely have like an online life. It's also, seconds. it's got some like what potential was the to have like the biggest Chris set pieces that. that Bombax ever had to do. Because I'll do 160. Like, there's some like pretty significant events that happen in this book. Although there's also like nothing happens in this book yeah. for large stretches. Well, there's two like supercharged themes in the airborne toxic event mm -hmm. and also the Hitler studies aspect of the story that are like both going to be pretty fiery. I would say mm -hmm. that are rich in terms of where our culture is right now when it comes mm -hmm. to pandemic, when it comes to white supremacy, when it comes to intellectual rigor study and history and the way that those things are kind of like over-examined, I would say in our culture. So it's going to be cool what he's going to do with it. Regardless, obviously he's such a great writer. I suspect his adapting will be beautiful too. I'll say 175. I mean, I'm obviously really, really excited about this movie. It's hard because I feel like Amanda, you go through this a lot where mm -hmm. you've read a book and you like are either let down by or like a little confused by certain adaptation choices. I don't, I'm not, a, I, I am the least literary fiction reader of the three of us, but this is a book that definitely struck me in my twenties right. and mm -hmm. I have read multiple times and I can't say that about a lot of novels. So I, I'm really it's excited. It's always like, even in someone's like Noah Baumbach's hands, you're always like, uh, it's uncomfortable. It's also interesting because he he made a pilot for an adaptation of The Corrections that was supposed to go on HBO, which never saw the light yeah. of day. Also, one of the few books I've read multiple times that it made a big impact on me in my early 20s. I'll do 180 if he's at 175. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll, do, I'll do 190. Okay. 190? Yeah. CR's got 300 bucks left. 
Amanda's got 290 bucks left. I've got 590. Yeah. But this is, there's a couple blockbusters I bet you would, you know. Yeah. I mean, I already have a high minded blockbuster theoretically, and nope, this is not that. I don't know if 200 is an overpay on a literary adaptation on Netflix that does not have a release date. Anyone else like to make a bid before Chris gets it at 200? I think Chris can take it at 200. Okay. I'm going to be left with some change left over, I feel like, in my biddings here. Mm-hmm. So you guys are running out of dough. CR down to 100 bucks. He's got Knives Out 2, Killers of the Flower Moon, and White Noise. Amanda's got Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible 7. She's got $290 left over. I've just got Nope from Jordan Peele, and I've got mm-hmm. $590 left. So do I go again? I believe it's a. Is it Amanda now, or did you? Oh, I didn't know if we were sneaking back around in that. Yeah, way. we are. So you, that was your first bid there, Chris. Uh-huh. So then, yeah, you got one more to put out. There's only two spots left. Let's go, Maestro. <laughs> All right. Okay. Explain Bradley what that Cooper's, is. Uh, second film after A Star Is Born, which he will be starring in. It's a biopic of uh, of Leonard Bernstein, and it co-stars Carrie Mulligan and Jeremy Strong. Let's open it at a hundred. Technically, Chris, you're only allowed to bid 99 because you have two slots left and only $100 left. Let's let's vote for the bidding at 99. Iconic <laughs> moment on the podcast. <laughs> One of the best things that has ever happened just happened, which is that Chris almost bid himself out of a slot. <laughs> I didn't anticipate getting this. I just thought it would be fun to talk about. But the, the move for us would have just been to sit there silently, which is like what I think Amanda was getting ready to do. Which I mean, is you still, you you still can, but you're not allowed to bid yourself out of a slot. Everybody has to have five movies. Those no, the rules. You wrote them down, Sean. That's true. That's true. But Chris could have just DQ'd and had a blank space. Yeah. I didn't know that that was possible. Yeah, uh, we don't have that in the Constitution. I didn't, think that not... we were gonna, I didn't think we were in like this punitive. That is your punitive... role, is to find things that are, we didn't know were possible. I didn't know this was like the auction. pod version of Spiderhead, Sean, right? <laughs> okay. To like fight the de- right. death to escape. I will Anyone bid $100. Else? Okay. Take it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a little skeptical of this movie, personally. I'm okay. not. <laughs> what you happened? Know, what, what happened? Who I, I really like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> CR, you haven't seen Nightmare Alley yet? No. Will you come with me to Nightmare Alley Island one day? Because every time I bring it up, Amanda does the eye roll thing and then we should do the ding noise sound effect. Should yeah. we do the the, the uh, of the black and white version? Yeah, Noir Alley. Um, this is the thing is that, Sean, you've spent the last two months being like Bradley Cooper is so special. I know, I know. I think, you know what happened here is that Jake Gyllenhaal also was going to make a Leonard mm-hmm. Bernstein film and I wanted them both to happen. And then the Gyllenhaal one fell out because Cooper was like, I'm, I'm the captain now. So maybe that's what's... I think you know. that I just got it for 100 bucks, right? I think you did. Yeah, I think you did. Great Dope. job, Amanda. I feel great about that. Can't believe you let me have that. That's just like a rookie move. But I, I just don't... I, it's like I mean, it's not in my top up, 10. But you yeah. could have bid me up. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't, why are you being so nice to me? not fun because you think i'm <laughs> like mean and trying to make you, you upset are. and i'm actually just creating reasonable rules so that we can have thoughtful no. and interesting podcasts and you think that no. there's some sort of mission like, you're on a mission to hurt me i love and, and support you, just, you all you know, the time that's you just like you create rules and order in no. order to undo everyone around you no it's not true yeah. what i do is when i'm not around you Mm-hmm. All I do is sing your praises. And the same is true for Chris. I'm like, these people are the best people in my life. But when you're with us. Yeah. Yeah, well, I love hard. 
Is that a movie that's coming out this year? <laughs> uh, okay, so now it is up to Amanda. You you got a bit for one. Okay. Um, this will be fine. So I have $190 left. Thank you, Bobby, for doing math in real time for me. That That is true support and love. Uh, Babylon, $100. Mm, I do want this movie. I know. I do want this movie. This is not a movie that's going to so win me any Twitter polls. you're skeptical of our guy, Brad, making a movie about one of the greatest artists of the 20th century. I don't believe he likes to be called Brad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm from Philly, so I could do what I want. Uh, <laughs> intriguing. Um, it's going to well, fight I mean, him in the parking lot of The Link like this is... I know. <laughs> I love his Star is Born, but is Bradley Cooper a better filmmaker than Damien Chazelle? No chance. I mean, smaller sample size. Yeah. You opened it at how much? A hundred. hundred dollars. I'll say $125. Brad Pitt's in this movie. You know that? I, I'm aware. You guys heard of Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt is on a roll right now. Brad Pitt's about to glow up in 2022. Bullet Train? Yeah. The fucking F1 movie that he's making? I'm Absolutely. so fucking excited for that. Absolute lord. He's producing the next Bong Joon-ho movie? With Robert Pattinson? Incredible. 10 seconds. Do you guys think Robert Pattinson's maybe a little overused at this point? No. Okay. I'll do 130. 135. No, I don't think Robert Pattinson is overused. I think he actually, you know, he had his kind of weird time, mm-hmm. which we all enjoyed. Like, we were like, Lost City of Z, that's great, Rob. You know, g- good time. Like, keep shining. And now he's back, but bringing the weird with him. I think it's great. Well put. I agree. Really, with you just you know what, Amanda? You mm-hmm. convinced me. Okay, thanks. I also still have not seen a trailer for the Batman. That's not true. I watched one of them. Um, They've all been five good. seconds. Sean has one thirty-five. One forty. Hmm. I mean, you can only bid me up to one eighty-nine here, given mm-hmm. what your pool looks like, which might be your move. Yeah. That might be the best move. But I might I just know. give it to you. Okay. I mean, you have to have it. Okay. This movie might not come out this year. Well, I. I think it has as a- previously discussed. I think it does have really a Christmas in- release date. Okay. Christmas of 2022. Will we all be alive then? I Who can say? I'll say 150. Okay. Here's some of the other stars of this film. Not just Brad Pitt, but also Margot Robbie, Catherine Waterston, Max Minghella, Flea, Lucas Haas. Mm-hmm. Apparently Olivia Wilde and Spike Jones are making appearances in this movie. Jean Smart coming off of her Emmys <laughs> run for Hacks. Five Spike seconds. Jones and I'll do one fifty-five. Okay, you know, did you know Margot Robbie is playing Clara Bow in this movie? I think I did because I saw some paparazzi pictures with the with the hat and the. I didn't you know, know that she was done up. I mean, Sean, you can either like take the movie or don't. Sean, we, do you make a cameo in this movie as D.W. Or... Griffith? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, and you're you're Kirsten Cinema. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll do 160. Okay. Is it mine at 160? Do you feel like, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Oh. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's sort of the thing. I was like, you can, you can make a decision for all of us mm-hmm. or you can let me kind of do math in real time in my head and think about it. I have three movies. This would be my fourth. Mm-hmm. 165. I'll take it at 170. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to think through here. Chris has three movies and $100. What happens when you go to the drive-thru at McDonald's? Like, are you able to calculate when you add up the fries and the nuggets and the soda, but you don't want to get the meal? Like, are you able to do that math in in the drive-thru? No, I get the meal. I thought o- it was... Always. 
Well, I just like the meal when I'm going. I get the meal. I recently you and I just you just you just treated me to Chick Fil A recently. I know, but you didn't go for the meal, which I thought was very notable. You wanted the lemonade and the sandwich. I didn't want fries. I'm just trying to you know keep off the dad bod. I know. The waffle fries are so good though. I, I are agree. you worried about in, in, like dad bod coming on? Yeah, I don't I'll, exercise. I'll do anymore. 175. Ooh, yeah, I, guys, I just, Chick Fil A. You got to go for the frosted coffee. Don't get the drink. Don't do any of that. I get love the frosted lemonade, coffee or the frosted lemonade. Respectfully, the frosted lemonade. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Please don't tell me about Chick-fil-A orders. This is the one area <laughs> <laughs> where I have things locked down. This pregnancy brought to you by Chick-fil-A. I, uh, this pod is not, so maybe we should stop it's, talking yeah, about no, fast food true. restaurants. Um, 180. I mean, we can argue over $9 or you can just like have it. So That's up to you. That's fine. Sure. You can have it. Okay, great. I've gotten Babylon, which I believe is the fifth feature film from Damien Chazelle, who uh, I think is a better filmmaker than than Bradley Cooper. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Okay. Maybe Maestro will find out the opposite is true. So now I'm up. I've got two films to to put up. The first film I'm going to put up is David Fincher's The Killer. Yes. Mm. Which is a forthcoming film starring Michael Fassbender. And... I'd like to bid $98 for this. So film. that I bid 99 <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> well, I'll do it. You'll bid $99. Now, I could, in, a, in an incredible act of friendship, give you this film at $99. But I don't expect you to do that for a movie that David Fincher makes about a serial killer starring Michael Fassbender, who's been just fucking driving Le Mans for four years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been raising his child. Just deeply staring no, he, into Alicia Vikander's eyes. Becoming a, he is a race car driver. I thought you were going to say he's becoming a serial killer. That. No, well, <laughs> I just, given all the F1 interests, Bobby, you're in the F1 crew now? Uh, No, no. I just, I, I can't just wake up excited. that early. Like until, <laughs> until further notice when I'm on the East Coast, like maybe I'll give it a shot, but yeah. I respect it as a, as a, entertainment proposition for the Kevin no, Clarks I'm, of the world. I'm with you. I have like, the, tennis is my international early morning sport. I'm yeah, good. There's but, only so many things you can wake up at four in the morning and like read a lot of like Guardian articles about, you know? Yeah. Amanda has tennis. Chris, you have soccer and I have a <laughs> six month old screaming child. Right. We've lost the thread. There's about five seconds left and the, the bid is 99 still or 98, right? Or 99 with Chris. 99 to me. Yeah, I, I can't get it with you, Chris. I'm going 100. I love you, but I can't. It's okay. It's a deal at a hundred. Yeah, it's a bargain. Amanda can't bear to pay a hundred dollars for a grizzly film. Don't, excuse Unless me. We think that David Fincher is going like retread. It's like a retread work. You know what do you, what do you mean by that? Maybe he's falling off. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mank was my favorite movie of 2020, and it's widely considered one of his least successful films. So no. Ten seconds. I'll do one ten. Okay. Now we're just in bid up territory. So yeah. I got to pay 180 for this one too. I guess I will. I mean, okay. do you want to just cut to the chase here? Sure. That's what I was saying. You're welcome to do that. 111. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> 113. Uh, I'll pay 150 bucks for it. Mm. And then I get Damien Chazelle, Jordan Peele, and David Fincher in my arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations on having the, the DGA's seconds. preferred auction list <laughs> yeah that's right that's actually the premise 160 of once <laughs> is it a question or a bid? Once, i just you bid 150 right i did so i'll do 160 when you would raise your hand and answer questions in class when you were growing mm -hmm. up would you mm -hmm. answer 
firmly and definitively? Yes, I would. You would. Yeah. That was, yeah, no, I was just kind of a know-it-all. This, but this that is was hard to do I over Zoom. Didn't just, know what your bid was, so. It is hard to do over Zoom. Whenever we get it back in person, already. like, we got to have somebody holding up signs and stuff with the number. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree. If well, we, we should, when we get it back in person, I also want like um like four other people in the room doing like prop bets on what we're doing so that yeah. there's like secondary <laughs> a second screen experience. Get get Warren Five Sharp seconds. and Chris Vernon in here. Um so it's at 160. I'll do I'll do 170. Okay. You can have it at 170. Okay, great. 170. So Sean has 20 bucks left. Or no, how much does Sean have left? Sean has $240 left. Sean, you really worked out well for you here. What are you talking about? You got got Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, I'm excited, but I just, I'm worried that the couple that I have here left that I'm hoping to get high value on, that you're just going to be able to bid me out on some, on on just true dickhead stuff, you know? (laughs) (laughs) AKA strategy. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm pleased to have the killer. The next film that I'll be putting up is called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. And I'll bid $1 for this film. And I would dare any of you to bid on it, given the way that you've treated these films in the past. I like Spider-Man content, but you can have this. $10. $10, Amanda. $10. Did you see the first one, Amanda? I did. Sean made me watch it. It had yeah. some nice colors in it. And I liked, you know, the idea of all the, the Spider-Men. They got there first, you know? $11. Okay. $20. $21. $30. $31. $41. $50. $51. How much money do I have? $60. $61. This is incredible content. $70. $71. I also, I really got to pee, but I don't want to miss this. (laughs) (laughs) Just like... Chris, come on. We, you, you know, you can't just like sit idly by. You got to make him. With, no, because I was, I was, I thought that this was going to be a different title that this would happen on, but okay. I, I appreciate that that's happening on this one. Okay. What's the bid right now currently? It's $71. $80? $81. Okay. I know this movie means a lot to a lot of people, you know, there's mm-hmm. beauty in that. And you don't have like, I can't bid on animated films, Cardinal Rule. It's this is win-win for me because I'm either getting what's going to be one of the best movies of the year and a sequel to one of the best movies of the decade, or Amanda is proven to be a hypocrite and a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't lose. But in, in another sense, you know, maybe Amanda's preparing for the next few years of her life where animated oh, films will inevitably oh, make an incursion into her household. Wait I till know. I start introducing I'm, this little kid. We're setting. He's you, going to Sean's house. I, I have this. This Amanda's child will be on a rigorous two a day soccer practice yeah. as I prepare them for <laughs> and, you know, and their, their life in Holland when I when yep. when they are in the Ajax Academy. And I'll be coming <laughs> over with King of Comedy and Dawn of the Dead double features to show every night. The this other day, a chance. Zach earnestly was like, "Do we have to show the baby kid stuff? Can we just show it like the big sleep?" And like big sleep was like honestly what Zach was proposing. Amanda, do you want to go above eighty one? No, weird in I'm fourth good. grade. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably a given. Okay, eighty one dollars. Just put your they lips together it. and blow. <laughs> <laughs> 
At Walt Disney World Resort, magic is found in spontaneity, the unplanned, the unexpected, an inside joke born in the Haunted Mansion queue, a surprise stitch sighting in Tomorrowland, watching fireworks from your room. These memories aren't made from predetermined plans, but manifested from simply being present and together in the most magical place. Find your moment at Walt Disney World Resort. This episode is brought to you by Sonic. Let me tell you a little secret. If you want to end the day on an even better note, get yourself a sweet frozen treat from Sonic. Especially since right now at Sonic, you can get half-price shakes after 7 p.m. when you order online or in the app. That's creamy soft serve hand-mixed with your favorite flavors for half the price in any size and flavor. So save on your chocolate shake today, your strawberry shake tomorrow, and your cheesecake shake the next day. Grab Sonic half-price shakes after 7 p.m. now. Exclusions apply. Available for a limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. All right, it's my turn. I am going to I have two splats left and $190. So I guess I'm just going to spend money on things that I want. So I guess you can't really hurt me. So I will do, she said, at $100. Hmm. This is an adaptation of the Jody Cantor and Megan Tuohy book about yeah. their investigation into the Harvey Weinstein scandal. It stars Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan. Um, I really recommend that book if you have any interest in it. But I, this is the type of movie that we all, you know, journalism, all the president's men ask, spotlight ask, that we all say we wish still got made. And also I'm a Carrie Mulligan stan. I'm not bidding on it, but I am anticipating it. In fact, I had a, a nice conversation offline with the ringers, Brian Curtis, about how much we're looking forward to this movie yeah. and how much he loves that book as well. So that makes it Amanda's at 100. Oh, that's right. Because Chris, sorry. I actually didn't mean to show you. That's okay. Been. Okay, great. I guess she said. And so what's your second one? Oh, I don't. I'm No, you go, Chris. You have two bids now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I would like to nominate Bullet Train. David Leach's action film starring Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, um, gosh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Michael Shannon, Bad Bunny is in this film. What's your favorite Bad Bunny song? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to pick. Uh, <laughs> so I'll I'll do uh, thirty five dollars for this. Amanda, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to this, but I already have Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible Seven. Like, perhaps I could cool it. So, Chris, you and I saw Atomic Blonde together, mm-hmm. one of David Leach's films. Which we was, thought it was the greatest film of all time. It was pretty great. And, uh, of course, we both really, really liked the John Wick films that he contributed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what was your take on Hobbs and Shaw, his last film? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen it. I didn't oh, you see missed Hobbs that. You yeah. missed that. Didn't they go to space in that movie? Uh, no, no, that no, was no. in the actual, uh, like, no. the franchise Fast proper. Nine. Yeah, yeah. It was Fast 9. It was disappointing. Uh, space. Anyone else want to bid? No. $35. I am excited about Bullet Train, but unfortunately, I only have one slot left. Okay, so I get Bullet Train for 35 This film comes out in July. Yeah. The Bullet Train Nope weekend is the mm-hmm. weekend. That is the movie weekend. Now you've got one more, Chris. Now we each have one slot open just to check in. Chris has got $65 remaining. Amanda's got $90 remaining and I've got $159 remaining. So should I, it's, this is, this is where we get down to like, do I want to go 
with my head or my heart. This is tough. Whatever you take, you have to believe we don't want because we can take well, it Well, there's you. one that I know you don't want. And I, I think that I could have it. Let me just see if I can guess what it is. Mm-hmm. Is it Turning Red, the Pixar film? <laughs> no. <laughs> Where are you at on Wakanda forever? I think that the, uh, you know, the Michaela Cole part about it is something that I'm just really, really deeply intrigued about. It does sound like it's been a little bit of a stop-start production. Mm-hmm. And knowing Marvel's like development process or like their production process, I wonder how many rewrites are happening on the fly. I'm going to go with The Northman. Mm. Oh, okay. Which is, I, 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 I got to say, I'm a simple man, simple pleasures, and I think that this movie looks fucking incredible, and Robert Eggers is an amazing filmmaker, and so I will bid to my remainder of my budget for this. Now, this was, of course, one of the most anticipated movies of the year for me as well. Sure. It was my number three. I'm not sure if I want to give it to you or not. Okay. I'm a little bit torn. There's a lot of stuff still left. You have well, 20 seconds to decide. I, just to keep the convo going, I'll say $66. Um, okay. And well, that, 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 that means that me you, out. Take means that you take that it. Take oh, it. You take it. Oh, you only have $65 left? Yeah. Yeah. That one's a lot. So. so you just bet all the, all the dough. Well, I have, I have, this is my fifth movie. So whatever I'm bet, bet 65 is my ceiling. But yeah. you, we, we could have had a little chit chat here if you would have won 25 <laughs> bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Just play the game and also play the podcast. That's what I'm asking for. Well, you. we have been potting for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just trying to cut to the chase. Um, <laughs> All right. Do you want to say it again? Do you want me to do 50 so we can talk about Scarsgar's no. body? No, no, I don't. Keep this in. Yeah. No, and this has to stay. Um, but I want you to have it, though. I wanted to give it to you, but I wanted to it tell you okay that It would be okay if I did. But it's like the thing is, is that like I almost feel weird how many movies I have left. I wish we could do another auction like tomorrow. It's tough, Chris, because I am being turned into an NFT by Robert Eggers. Like I am evacuating my <laughs> corporeal form and becoming one of Robert Eggers' films, which you yeah. can then bid on in a future draft. Um, I'm, I am equally, if not more, pumped for The Northman. This is exactly the kind of movie that I've been waiting for. This does leave a couple of things on the table, though, mm-hmm. for, for, for you all. So I'll take it. And that's, that leaves me with some dough left over. And of course, that dough does not roll over. So $93 right. that go into... Well, you're a responsible film. guy now. You know now, yeah. But in general, I mean, I think yeah. you, I think you've you've, you've matured. You know? Oh, well, thanks for saying so. <laughs> so it's uh, does so do I the, pick because I have the the problem here is that it could have worked out well if I would have let you have it, and then Amanda could have had what she wanted at the end, and then I, I could have had what I wanted at the end. But that's okay. It's now Amanda's turn to bid, so and then we'll come turn. back to you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I guess I'm gonna go with "Don't Worry, Darling," which mm. is directed by Olivia Wilde. And stars Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, along with a lot of other big pick faves. Um, I go where Florence Pugh goes. Hmm. So I guess, I mean, there's not a lot of drama in this, Chris. Like, I'll do $64 if you want. No, I I think that I'm going to let you take this because I I have a couple that I'm still pretty interested in. Okay. So, great. I got that. I'm going to go with... You got $65 to get whatever you want on the calendar. You can get any movie that is coming out in the next 11 plus months. And among those films includes Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which will be going directly to Disney Plus. <laughs> We've got is another Trolls movie coming out this year, maybe that he could get. There's DC League of Super Pets, which is a film that will be released <laughs> later this year. Um, 
Lyle Lyle Crocodile, the animated film. That was a book, right? That's a nice book. It certainly was. Well, you may become more familiar with it very soon, Amanda. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with uh, a slightly more obscure title that very little is known about, and that is the new Alex Garland movie, Men, Mm. starring Jesse Buckley. It's his first movie since Annihilation. And there's a bunch here that I'm interested in. I know that this is not a blockbuster. There's probably some blockbuster value out there, but I got to be honest, I'm more excited about Men than I am Batman. So... Oh, wow. No one took Batman. So that completes our slate. And there is really the issue. There are two huge movies that we did not there are auction several off several huge movies. Well, there that's are, true. But yeah. two, I mean, Batman is imminent. I mean, that film is going to be released in six weeks. It was number 10. On that's the another reason. Like, I feel like that last Batman trailer, I was like, there's just way too much of this movie in this trailer. And like, so I, there's, a de- there's a degree to which I almost feel like, just give me Batman. This happened last year where I think we were like, you're bidding on a movie that's coming out in 12 days, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, what if it's great? And then yeah, what if it. it's great? What if it's great? Honestly, like I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like one of my, one of my big things this year is I would love to like really, I really want to support non-franchise superhero stuff. So mm-hmm. in my head, I'm just like Alex Garland. I want him to keep making feature films. So, men. so you are launching a new pod called Out of the Ringerverse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's only about Don DeLillo books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's just briefly recap the films that we got and wrap this up. Interesting slate, I would say, of selections. Started out very hot and heavy and then cooled as we started to worry about our funds long term. Here are my five. I got Jordan Peele's Nope. Damien, I got that for $410. I got Damien Chazelle's Babylon for $180. David Fincher's The Killer for $170. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 for $81. And Robert Eggers' The Northman for $66. Amanda, what movies did you get? Happily. After much controversy, I got Top Gun Maverick for $375. Would have paid just a lot more than that, just so everybody knows. I got Mission Impossible 7 because this is the year of Tom Cruise again for me, apparently. I got Bradley Cooper's Maestro. I got She Said, the adaptation of the journalism book. And I got Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling. CR, what'd you get, man? I got uh, Knives Out 2 the Ryan Johnson sequel to the beloved mystery from a couple of years ago, which is going to be set in Greece. Uh, I got Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, his <laughs> adaptation of David Grand's stunning nonfiction book. White Noise, Noah Baumbach's adaptation of Don DeLillo's uh, I think it's a 2005 novel. I can't remember when it came out. No, it came out in college. But anyway. 80s, I think. 80s. Uh, Bullet Train, David Leach's action film starring Brad Pitt. And men, Alex Garland's mysterious follow-up to Annihilation. Sierra, you feel good? I do. It's weird to have this many blockbusters still sitting there. So Avatar 2 went undrafted. As did Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 undrafted. Now As we're going to do this again. Yeah. Doctor Strange went undrafted. Mm-hmm. Thor mean, went undrafted. Creed 3. Oh, yeah. Creed III. Thor. Thor, Love and Thunder. A lot, of, a lot of famous people in that. They were having a good time in Australia. Minions colon The Rise of Gru. That film's still Minions. On the board. Yeah. There's Minions. also, uh, in terms of big filmmakers, there was a Ridley Scott movie that we did not pick. There's a Kit Steven Bag. Spielberg movie. Right. They changed the names to Napoleon, actually. Did you see that? Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, that, uh, that makes sense from a marketing perspective. Yeah, The Fablemans, undrafted here. And Asteroid City, the Wes Anderson movie set in Spain. Very much looking yeah. forward to that. Um, gosh, there's a lot here. You know, the conclusion of the Halloween trilogy, Halloween mm-hmm. Ends. Canterbury Glass, David O. Russell's new film. 
Your dad, James Gray? Oh, Armageddon time. Probably get that yeah. on the next draft. Mm, Your Mario? Ari Aster? What about, oh, I know, Disappointment Boulevard. People were mad at me for not putting Disappointment Boulevard on, on my most anticipated list. I'd like to apologize to everyone who is anticipating that movie because I am too. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the star of that movie. What about the Super Mario movie? Chris uh, Pratt, Chris Pratt voicing Mario. And Claire Denis directed that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually a sequel to Beau Travail. <laughs> um, okay, well, I, I think that does it. I'm, I'm proud of us, and this was, uh, frankly, a very angry episode of this show, which is uh, perhaps that's appropriate. I think, it, I think everybody got good movies. Yeah, I agree, I like although we've not seen any of these movies, so how the hell would we know the answer to that? But nevertheless, this has been one auction. We'll probably they auction modeled again. the Northman off of my physique, though. Did you know that? Yeah, well, back <laughs> when you were swimming. That's what I look like now. In your swimming days, when you, you were, have like, no, it's just that's actually I've been doing some calisthenics. How you were an onset advisor there? So when you were training Skarsgård, <laughs> what? And what, I was like, what wisdom no, you when you chop a him? man's head off, you go from the back of the neck forward. You oh. know, like, <laughs> Extremely strong tip. You know, if you want to continue to get incredible insights like this, please listen to the Watch Podcast. That's where you can find Chris Ryan and sometimes here on the Big Picture and elsewhere on the Ringer Podcast Network. Uh, Amanda and I will be back next week at some point. I'm also going to be back because it's Sundance time and um, I'm going to watch some Sundance movies. But before I do that, I think Adam Naiman and I are going to talk about 1992 at Sundance, which was a watershed year. That was the year of Reservoir Dogs. So we'll we'll pay a little tribute to Reservoir Dogs. Is there a Dogs. Criterion Channel like collection right now for there that class? There certainly is. Reservoir Dogs is actually not available there, but almost yeah. every other big film that came out at that time is available. A lot of really good ones. I just rewatched In the Soup last night, Alexander Rockwell's debut, which is a very cool movie. So if you're interested in that, please tune in. And otherwise, we'll see you soon. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.